As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Insights and Perspectives. I'm your host, Joseph Rodriguez, discussing books and topics on entrepreneurship and personal development. These audios are extracts from my YouTube channel. You can download a copy of the mind map used in the video or check out my other videos by going over to josephrodriguez.com. Definiteness of purpose. What I've done is I've taken a handful of quotes from James Allen, Napoleon Hill, and Neville Goddard to discuss the subject of definiteness of purpose. Definiteness of purpose is a concept that I learned from Napoleon Hill. And the idea is that no matter it is, whatever it is you desire to create, it's important to understand how that fits into your overall purpose, your mission in life, the idea that you aspire to be. And in the early stages, it's important to pick one goal and stay with it all the way till completion using the various things we've learned in the journey, understanding that we have the power in our mind, we have the ability to attract people, environment, circumstance, and learn and grow based on looking at what is received from the external world as a revelation about what is within ourselves. As a result of careful analysis, self-reflection, and realization, we make progress on the journey. Whatever it is we desire to create, One of the greatest joys in life is understanding and expressing your own unique ability, your own greatness. Now, I recently did a video on finding your greatness, and I believe that's an element, a contributing factor that can help you identify the level of greatness that you first have in you. And I believe everybody has greatness that is unique to them, within them. Identify it, honor it, and express it. This is, you could say, one of your core elements of purpose is to express and identify. So first, identify and express your greatness. Now, the revelation of your greatness is most likely going to be in service to others. Purpose is to live a life in which you're creating happiness, joy, abundance, bliss in your own life and helping others achieve the same through creating something, whether it's a creative expression or as an entrepreneur, products or services that are needed and useful to help improve the lives of others, as well as to contribute to evolution. If you find something that is within this criteria that may not be the totality of your full development, but it's something that you can get started with, then it's safe to say that that right there can be turned into a definite chief aim. So you've heard me mention this before. When I first encountered Think and Grow Rich, I followed the principle of creating a definite chief aim, and staying committed to it all the way till it was complete. And when I brought forth my first definite chief aim, I created another one and used the principles within the book 
studied concepts like that I have learned from Earl Nightingale and various others that taught about the power of the mind to bring forth my definite chief aim again and again and again. In the process, I discovered my purpose. So the idea is that whatever it is, no matter what goal you have, small or big, bringing it forth reveals to you your purpose. Now, reflecting back on my journey, I realized the definiteness of my purpose and the specificity of it. So reflecting back on these quotes that I pulled from these authors, we're going to discuss definiteness of purpose, which is the idea of living a purposeful life, one where you feel a great degree of flow, joy, bliss. You feel that you are contributing to your life and others. Life has meaning, and that is to have definiteness of purpose. By having a definiteness of purpose, you have motivation, drive, and the ability to tap into what is within your subconscious mind and access the resources and value the resources, the acres of diamonds that you have access to right now and you always have access to and leverage what you find in your acres of diamonds to create that what you desire. James Allen says, Until thought is linked with purpose, there is no intelligent accomplishment. With the majority, the bark of thought is allowed to drift upon the ocean of life. Aimlessness is a vice, and such drifting must not continue for him who would steer clear of catastrophe and destruction. Having purpose in your life, having meaning, setting a goal, and making a commitment to yourself that you're going to work towards achieving that goal creates a motivation within. We have within us reward centers. Whenever we accomplish a goal, dopamine is released. It's there in our neurology. From a spiritual perspective, we are born to manifest here on earth the divine, bring forth heaven on earth, as well as contribute to evolution, whatever way you want to look at it. It still remains the same, that we are here to contribute and to benefit from the contributions in the spirit of harmony, benefit for you, benefit for others, and benefit for divine or evolution. And what we do is linked to this in the form of purpose, our definite chief aims and our purpose is linked to these important areas. Now, thoughts, the ideas we have, create our reality. We become what we think about. What we think about are mental conversations, that what we say about ourselves, about others, reveal to us what is within our subconscious mind, how we believe reality to work, and these values and beliefs drive our ability or inability to accomplish what we desire. Now, thought has to be linked with purpose. So what this means here is we want to look at all the thoughts that we are having and ensuring that they are harmonious and related to our purpose, which is going to drive and help us bring forth our definite chief aim. So definite chief aim being something of specificity and purpose being something more general, which is more of a life mission, you can still make your purpose your definite chief aim. So they can be very much related. But the bottom line is this. We have to take inventory and realize that all thoughts need to be linked towards our purpose. Let's look at some pinnacle thoughts. The first thought is that all things are possible. So in the Bible it says, If thou canst believe all things are possible to him that believeth. Number two, the kingdom of heaven is within you, as in harmoniousness exists within you, and harmoniousness with your desire to create that what you want can be brought forth within from you and expressed in the external world. It is possible. And then finally, as you believe, so it shall be done unto you. So what do you believe? It shall be done unto you. Whatever you desire will be brought forth, but how will it be done unto you? It will be done unto you based on the beliefs and ideologies which is reflected by the thoughts that you have in your mind. 
A man should conceive of a legitimate purpose in his heart and set out to accomplishment. He should make this purpose the centralizing point of his thoughts. It may take the form of a spiritual ideal, or it may be a worldly object, according to his nature at the time being. But whichever it is, he should steadily focus his thought forces upon the object which is set before him. He should make this purpose his supreme duty and should devote himself to its attainment, not allowing his thoughts to wander away to ephemeral fancies, longings, and imaginings. This is the royal road to self-control and true concentration of thought. Even if he fails again and again to accomplish his purpose, as he necessarily must, until weakness is overcome, the strength of his character gained will be the measure of his true success, and this will form a new starting point for future power and triumph. Creating a goal, creating a definite chief aim, and backing it up with definiteness of purpose, linking all areas of your life towards that definite chief aim, realizing that all the important areas of your life, all the people, environment, circumstance, and information, is actually contributing factors revealing to you nuggets of wisdom on how to evolve yourself and how to work with the acres of diamonds and the resources that you have available right now to create what you want and making that the meditation and realization of how it works is how we apply this to create the result. And in the process, we must come across different elements that we release from within. They include fears, doubts, indecision, and weaknesses that are in the psychology that have been accumulated over the years from five-sensory data plus meaning that we assume to be true. This is why we want to create a purpose and a vision and bring forth in dedication this desire because by doing so, we cleanse our spirit, we cleanse our mind. One of the important videos that I did was pruning the pruning shears of revision by Neville Goddard. And in this video, I talk about the importance of cleansing the mind, which is considered to be the Garden of Eden. And by cleansing the mind, it is to remove the destructive weed seeds from being planted in there by consuming information, by allowing your mind to drift onto that what is not harmonious and not related to your definite chief aim or to your purpose. And if you don't have a purpose and if you don't have a goal, then it's hard to differentiate what is related and what is not. So pick a goal, create the goal, and connect everything with purpose by realizing that all the important areas of your life, your relationships, your friendships, your family, health, fitness, and all the other areas of life are important of your life that is important to you is linked and contributing to your definite chief aim. In other words, if you say that your goal is to build a successful business and earn a certain amount of income a month, then consider looking at all the areas of your life that you participate in every single day and form the connections of how contributing to each of those areas, because you're going to have to be there anyways, is going to teach you the lessons and bring you forward and move you forward and bring you into a state of flow to realize that what you desire, which is your definite chief aim. So everything in your life is related to your definite chief aim, and your definite chief aim is related to all areas of your life. By having a purpose, you have more meaning, more joy, more happiness in your life, and that spills over to other areas of your life. So again, legitimate purpose in his heart and set out to accomplish it and making it the centralizing point of his thoughts is being consistent and moving forward towards the definite chief aim in thoughts, words, and actions while linking harmoniously to all areas of your life and making it all related and understanding how it's all related.
Those who are not prepared for the apprehension of a great purpose should fix the thoughts upon the faultless performance of their duty, no matter how insignificant a task may appear. Only in this way can the thoughts be gathered and focused and resolution and energy be developed. While being done, there is nothing which may not be accomplished. So if you don't have a grand vision right now, that's totally fine. What are the responsibilities that you have in your life, in all areas of your life? There are different tasks that you have to do in each of these areas of your life, different performances, different duties. And no matter how insignificant the task is, it is important to find joy, flow, discipline yourself, apply presence, and see each task till completion. This requires an enormous amount of presence of mind, but once you earn the end result of being able to do so, you will be revealed with a higher degree of purpose which you can then apply what you have learned to bring forth that purpose. Now, this is the journey that I've been on by setting one definite chief aim as a result of what I learned from Think and Grow Rich and bringing it forth. Another definite chief aim was revealed to me along with the additional skills that I was to cultivate to bring forth that definite chief aim on top of the skills that I accumulated by bringing forth the first definite chief aim. So the skills and the abilities that you acquire by focusing the thoughts upon the faultless performance of each of your duties, no matter how insignificant the task may appear, will gather certain kinds of knowledge and wisdom that will be able to leverage or as you leverage it towards creating that what you desire when you receive a higher purpose, which may be more challenging. To put away aimlessness and weakness and to begin to think with purpose is to enter the ranks of those strong ones who only recognize failure as one of the pathways to attainment, who make all conditions serve them, and who think strongly, attempt fearlessly, and accomplish masterfully. So the recognition that failures, setback, rejection is contributing factors towards the realization of your definite chief aim is going to amplify your definiteness of purpose. So one of the concepts I learned from Think and Grow Rich is the burning desire. And another important element is detachment from outcome. Although I didn't learn that from Think and Grow Rich, I made a whole video discussion on that. I'll put a link in the description. Embracing both the burning desire is having faith that the end result will materialize, it will be so, and going about reality and doing all the things that you have to do that are contributing factors, linking cause and effect, and evolving thought within and realizing that every day you make progress is how you remain detached from the outcome. If you're too much on the forceful side, then you're putting out a force energy in all that you do, and you will receive force back, which will not be harmonious. And in the process, you will recognize that failure actually provides optimization data, rejection providing optimization data. Anytime you don't get what you want in the steps that equate to the whole, you could step back and optimize within, in thoughts, emotions, and actions. And then what you'll realize is that all conditions serve you. Everything in reality is actually harmonious and helping you achieve that what you desire, which is your definite chief aim. And then you'll realize that by bringing forth your definite chief aim, you are acquiring a higher degree of ability to attempt strong, fearless actions and accomplish masterfully, smoothly, and overcome problems, circumstances, and issues that might have been obstacles that would have been roadblocks for you, they now become stepping stones or you are able to tap into 
the abilities that you have acquired to overcome these obstacles, and this is what you will learn on the journey. Having conceived of his purpose, a man should mentally mark out a straight pathway to its achievement, looking neither to the right nor the left. Doubts and fears should be rigorously excluded. They are disintegrating elements which break up the straight line of effort, rendering it crooked, ineffectual, useless. Thoughts of doubts and fear never accomplish anything and never can. They always lead to failure. Purpose, energy, power to do, and all strong thoughts cease when doubt and fear creep in. So it's important then to, as you go about creating your definite chief aim, moving forward with definiteness of purpose by linking everything as contributing factors towards the realization of your definite chief aim, that you take inventory of the various doubts and fears that show up. And by taking inventory of them, writing them down, you can go in and use the pruning shears of revision, you can use affirmations, you can evolve your concepts within, you can apply the Robert Dilts model by identifying where the issue resides, and you can apply the various strategies that are manifestations of thoughts within. In other words, you believe that you will achieve your definite chief aim. You have the confidence and the realization that you will attract and find the solution to any problem. And whatever it is that you find, you apply with focus and purpose because you're motivated to do so because everything is contributing towards your definite chief aim to release that doubt and fear. The will to do springs from the knowledge that we can do. Doubt and fear are the great enemies of knowledge, and he who encourages them, who does not slay them, thwarts himself at every step. Okay, the will to do springs from the knowledge that we can do. So by having a definite chief aim, we have to remember, all things are possible to him that believeth. Number two, the kingdom of heaven is within you. As in harmoniousness, will be expressed outwards what you want to see, which is your definite chief aim brought forth. This is a divine purpose. And number three, as you believe, so it shall be done unto you. So if in the process of creating your definite chief aim, you have doubts and fears, then as you believe, and it shall be reflected in the external world. Now, this does not necessarily mean that it will hinder or hold you back or prevent you from hitting the outcome. Because as you believe, so it shall be done unto you, so it shall be done unto you. What we want to understand is that doubts and fears as part of the spiritual journey involves being released, or we need to release doubts and fear as part of our spiritual journey. This is part of it. It's not just bringing forth what we desire. It's who we become in the journey. And who are we becoming? One that is able to accomplish anything we put our mind to, act masterfully and fearlessly, and execute on whatever shows up along the journey that may appear as an obstacle and use it as an advantage and a stepping stone to bring forth that what we desire. He who has conquered doubt and fear has conquered failure. His every thought is allied with power, and all difficulties are bravely met and wisely overcome. His purposes are seasonally planted, and they bloom and bring forth fruit, which does not fall prematurely to the ground. So, by creating a definite chief aim, and saying that this is what I desire to create, whatever it is that you desire to create, and then linking definiteness of purpose, realizing that everything in your life is a contributing factor in one way or another, people, environment, circumstance, and information. You can change the meaning of all of it and make it a 
accelerating a compelling, a evolving, and a contributing factor to your definite chief aim, you start to operate from a perspective of precision. And precision is the power. The power is focus on the end result, believe it's possible, remove, remove any doubts and indecisions, align everything within your awareness to be contributing to your definite chief aim. And as a result, you conquer doubt and fear in the process. Napoleon Hill says, truly thoughts are things and powerful things at that. When they are mixed with definiteness of purpose, persistence, and a burning desire for their translation into riches or material possessions or material objects, whatever it is you desire. Thoughts are things. Okay? The thoughts that we have in our mind will reflect in the external world as reality through people, environment, circumstance, and information. That stated, definiteness of purpose and persistence and the burning desire, as in keeping in the mind that what you desire and living from that perspective, as Neville puts it, living in the end, allows you to remain in the state that is harmonious to bringing it forth as the bridge of incidents reveals the different thoughts, emotions, and actions that you know you will have to take, which you will be guided from within to take to create that what you desire. And the things that hold you back, as we discuss right now, is fears, doubts, and indecision. So Napoleon Hill says, indecision is the seedling of fear. Remember this as you read. Indecision crystallizes into doubt, the two blend and become fear. The blending process is often slow. This is one reason why the three enemies are so dangerous. They germinate and grow without their presence being observed. So at the moment of indecision, we have to pause for a moment and remember the truth that we have a definite chief aim and everything in our reality, all people, environment, circumstance, and information is harmonious and related to that definite chief aim. And this is a perspective shift. And at that moment of indecision, we have to pause and ask the voice within and realize that since it is true that everything is harmonious, then the action or what needs to be done or the decision is found within. And right then and there, a decision shows up. Now, this decision might go against what you've done before or what you have learned before, but it's important to learn how to build your connection with your inner voice. So consider acting upon this decision. Because if it's a harmonious decision, and you will feel it when it's a harmonious decision, then perhaps it might require you to do something different, which, if you entertain it too long, will lead into fear. Indecision turns into fear by first starting out an indecision. And if you let that entertain, it will bring forth thoughts of doubt. The thoughts of doubt will then turn into fear, and fear will become crippling. So what are the six basic fears? Well, we have the fear of poverty, the fear of loss of love of someone, the fear of death, the fear of criticism, the fear of ill health, and the fear of old age. If we allow indecision to get to a point where it crystallizes into doubt and then become fear through the blending process, then fear is what we see in the external world. And the goal here is definiteness of purpose. Definiteness of purpose is the realization that everything is contributing towards your definite chief aim. If fear takes over, then you're unable to see it. You're, you're looking at the external world, and it does not look harmonious. We have to remember that we have to be renewed again in the spirit of the mind and realize that the kingdom of heaven is within you. 
and that all things are possible. So overcoming the circumstance that reveals itself as fear is possible, and it is found within us. The answer is found within us. So thus, we want to address it at an earlier stage by affirming that everything contributes to our definite chief aim, and that creates the definiteness of purpose. We know all is harmonious, and we have to track and cross-reference and realize and reflect of how everything is harmonious by changing the meaning of everything. Now, this is a valuable skill that you will cultivate on your journey. As you go through life, what you'll notice is that sometimes it's hard to find the meaning. Perhaps you associate with a mastermind or find others that will help you readjust the meaning and help you link the current circumstance, the current people, the environment to a purposeful, enriching meaning to be a contributing factor to multiply your definite purpose of your definite, uh, towards your definite chief aim. And that is important. And as that happens, you move forward and you don't entertain indecision or doubt. And so it does not crystallize and become into fear because if it turns into fear, as mentioned, you go into reactive mode. We give the power back to the external world. Fear is giving power to the external world. It is removing the idea out of your mind for that moment that you don't have the power. The definite chief aim and the definiteness of purpose are elements to keep into consideration to keep yourself in the cause. How so? Because as you believe, so shall be done unto you. So the idea of your definite chief aim will be brought forth, and it'll be brought forth as you believe. And what do you believe? indefiniteness of purpose, that all people, environment, circumstance, and the external world is harmonious to contributing factors and helping of bringing forth your definite chief aim. The more you meditate on that idea, the more you'll start to see it, and as Neville puts it, assumption will harden into facts. No matter what you believe in your mind, assumption, whatever you assume to be true, whether it agrees as far as five sensory data is agreed upon in the external world by external facts, it will be true to you. So it's important then to practice cross-referencing and seeing, and we call this gratitude, having gratitude for everything, realizing that you are always on your acres and diamonds, re realizing that the world is on your side. This shifts of perspective in your mind helps you understand and see those assumptions materialize in the external world, world as facts and those facts that are materialized as a result of the experiences and the understandings of the definite chief aim within prevent you from moving into a place of indecision, fear, and doubt. So Neville puts it this way. He says, when purpose is revealed, all falls into place. Okay, that's exactly what we're talking about here. When purpose is revealed, all falls into your place. So you got your definite chief aim. You link everything and understand that everything is a contributing factor towards your definite chief aim, and everything falls into place. The revelation of purpose gives meaning to everything, and there is purpose in this wonderful, vast creation of God. We are told that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. But do we know that the man's thinking follows the tracks laid down in his own inner conversations? To turn the tracks to which he has tied in the direction in which he wants to go, which is the definite chief aim, he must put forth his former conversation, which is called in the Bible the old man, and be renewed in the spirit of his mind. Speech is the image of mind. Therefore, to change his mind, he must first change his speech. By speech, it's meant those mental conversations we carry out with ourselves. So all our speech has to be harmonious and related to our definite chief aim. 
and all our words need to be purposely used when describing the external world, five sensory based data and meaning and what is in our imagination to be harmonious. That means linking all people, environment, circumstance, and information to be harmonious and contributing through our speech with ourselves and others to our definite chief aim. That is how you multiply your definiteness of purpose using the power of speech because speech is the image of mind and you can change your mind by changing your speech. So Neville gave a great example. For instance, in my own case, I find a home that I want. I begin to imagine that I'm living in that home and then doubt sets in. So he's got a definite chief aim. He's setting that in his mind, but he has not linked it to definite purpose because he is allowing doubt to set in by not realizing that everything is in harmony and harmoniousness from within, the kingdom of heaven is within you, to help him bring forth that definite chief aim. And he says, with the result, that doubt materializes into a person, and that person has more money than I have, and he buys the home, leaving me out in the cold. I know that from any experience that every person in my world reflects a mood in me. Definiteness of purpose is a mood, and the different areas of your life represent moods. If you feel unhappy at home and then you feel happy at work and you feel unhappy when it comes to health and fitness, the external world will reflect the mood. So what is the mood then? The mood needs to be one of harmony. Now, it doesn't absolutely have to be this way, but I will say that the more you bring forth your definite chief aim, the better you'll get at aligning your mood within and realizing that it is a contributing factor to the definite chief aim in all areas of your life. So you get better at this with practice. That's why I was saying it's not necessarily about bringing forth your definite chief aim. It's who you become in the journey. You bring forth your definite chief aim, and you get better, and this kind of information that I share with you will make more sense. And then you bring forth another definite chief aim, and this information will help you even more. And throughout the process, you will become so convinced that you will be able to bring forth the definite chief aim that is that you will realize that all things are possible because you believe. And all things are possible will help you realize that everything is harmoniousness. The kingdom of heaven is within you. And as you believe, so it shall be done unto you. And you'll look at as you believe as all contributing factors in your life as contributing factors. In other words, people, environment, circumstance, all the important areas of life are contributing factors to bringing forth your definite chief aim. And your definite chief aim is a contributing factor to that. He says, I know that from experience that every person in my world only reflects a mood in me. Everyone that I meet, whether I know them or a stranger who buys a home that I wanted. When the doubt set in, the doubt materialized into a person. I did not know him, but he only reflects that mood of doubt in me. So he has brought money and he buys the home and I'm out in the cold. So remember this as you're focusing on your definite chief aim. It's important to link all areas of your life to your definite chief aim, that will you desire to create. And that is all harmonious through what is within the thoughts you have about it, the inner conversations, linking cause and effect, realizing that everything and all is conspiring to make your definite chief aim come true. And if you entertain doubt, doubt will turn into fear, and fear will express itself as whatever equivalent in the external world. Now, if you fall off, you can get back on the journey. This is part of the journey of creating. Creating or imagining that what you desire to create and moving in the process of creating it by releasing fears, doubts, and indecision in the process. And one of the best ways to do this is with definiteness of purpose, linking all areas of your life as being harmonious and contributing factors and related 
to your definite chief aim because your definite chief aim will be done unto you. And as you believe, it shall be done unto you. So if you release the fears, doubts, and indecision, then those no longer elements no longer exist in your mind. Then as you believe, so it shall be done unto you. You've been listening to Insights and Perspectives, discussing books and topics on entrepreneurship and personal development. These audios are extracts from my YouTube videos. You can download a copy of my mind map or check out my other videos by going over to josephrodriguez.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.